What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Action Ignited podcast, the podcast to help you ignite your action and reach your goals and far more than just health and wellness. Join your co-hosts, Jason Hogarth and Ism Hadahat, as we dive into adversity is opportunity. Be relentless in your pursuits of your goals. We're now entering the halfway mark of the first month, 2024. And we're all reaching our goals. We're looking to reach our goals. We have different plans in place. You may have some accountability partners. You may have it written down for self-accountability. How are you doing right now within your pursuit towards your goals? Today's going to be a fun topic to dive into. We'll have a candid conversation and see where it takes us. As always, let's kick this thing off. What's up? How's it going, man? Second week of the new year. You know, excited to be back on here with you. Talking Likewise. through another, another great topic. Yeah, I think that it's great that we've kind of found a flow. I think this, we've talked about it, and obviously those listeners have seen this first month. We firmly believe doesn't make or break the year, but it, it will definitely help you build some momentum. So even if you're maybe not starting off as hot as you wish, we hope that you get some tools within these next few and last few episodes that we had to build that momentum. But Feeling good overall with all that being said and just finding ways to continue to fine tune everything and, you know, just keep moving forward. Yeah. I mean, Hey, most weeks aren't going to be perfect every single day. It's just how it goes. There's always going to be some uh, adversity sprinkled in. So it's all about how we handle it um, and how we make uh, ourselves better for it. So I think that's, that's the big theme um, that we want to get into today. And like, that's just the reality. I mean, we've talked about in our past few episodes of like basically making the best plans possible to set yourself up for success. And that's all great, but it's all about how we respond when that first uh, rock gets in the way. What do we do then? And then there's typically those, the, the meaning point of the two roads of do we give up all hope and go one direction? No, because that's not what we're here for. And if you're listening to this podcast, I know that's not what you're here for either. Uh, so we're going to figure out what are the, the actions that we need to take to get over that first hurdle and keep ourselves rolling along the road. Let's go right into the first hurdle. I've definitely felt in the past and even speaking to individuals that imposter syndrome, we've talked about it in a past episode, but I feel like that's a reoccurring battle that we'll face no matter what part of our life whether it's professionally or it just individually do we what do we do when we feel like hey we're not really deserving of of what we're looking to pursue or bring into our life like what is we can even remind or even die, like open up what is imposter syndrome in a sense like where where does that one take you have you felt it are you feeling it where are we at yeah, so I think it's an interesting time. And like, I kind of want to take it from a different angle than we have in the past, because this is a unique time of year where some people may be trying something or chasing after goals that they've never actually gone after before. So like mm -hmm. when we talked about imposter syndrome last time, I think we mostly focused on like the sense of like when you get a promotion at work and you feel like you don't, you're not deserving of that um, promotion and you start to feel like, oh, I'm not ready for this, but like you can look back on all your accomplishments previous to show like I am ready for this. I I've had success in my past role. I'm ready to take the next step. I think what can be a little more challenging than that, not to like diminish that one at all, but when 
a lot of people right now, I think the one of the more common goals is so that they have fitness goals and they want to get a better or a healthier lifestyle uh, for themselves. And I think the hard part about it is like when you are going to the gym and you're you're seeing people that have been there for years, like you can look around and start to feel like an imposter, but you don't necessarily have that like long term past success to look back on like you do with um, a job in a previous role. So I start to think about how can you reinforce that you do deserve this and you deserve to feel healthy and have more energy and all that type of stuff. And that's where I come back to is like, that one's a little bit harder just because you don't necessarily have those things to go back to. So it's like, you almost have to live so much in the present and try to fight through it initially. Cause it's like one day of habits proves that you're not an imposter that you can have success with this. Like every single day, it's literally just about stacking one day on top of another. So it's like, if you drank all the water you wanted to, you stuck with your um, nutrition goals for the day and you went to the gym, like you're proving to yourself every single day that you do deserve this because you're putting the work in. And then even if you do have one small slip up, like that's fine, just get back on it the next day and prove to yourself that you aren't aren't an imposter in, in this. And that's where I kind of go. and. I, especially right now, as I think about like the time of the year we're in, um, what people might be feeling at feeling as they're wrapping up, you know, week two of their, um, 2024 journey, like some of those thoughts start to creep in. So we want to make sure that we, we kill those thoughts and we, we keep everything, um, not positive as we can, but also like realistic of like, Hey, I, I may have messed up a little this week. I can still fix it going forward. You know, that entire share was very powerful because an imposter for somebody who is in like in action right now an imposter wouldn't be having any movement essentially like you're you're moving forward so if somebody out there is following something whether it's their dream whether that's their fitness in this example you've already had a few days a few weeks of action already you're not an imposter you are discovering a whole new discovery and identity for yourself and continue to step into that one i also think the hope is you know have some grace for yourself too because jason has brought it up don't have to be perfect every day or even every week you just don't want a week to turn or a day to ruin a week and a week to ruin a month and then you know the list goes on from there so that that was a very powerful share and, and definitely different way to look at imposter syndrome because as soon as we hear that i don't know about you but for me i just think career and job and all that right away and it's hard to look at it in a way of your professional intrapersonal self there yeah it's definitely i think it takes on a little bit of a new meaning right now just because people are trying to do do things they've never done whether it is fitness but like this could also apply to if this is the year that you were definitely going to start a side hustle and maybe these first like two weeks have been really hard um, and you're starting to feel some of that discouragement because you look around and you start comparing yourself to others and all that. Um, you know, I know we've talked about all these things in some way, shape or form, but as far as like overcoming that initial discouragement that you might be seeing at this point, because we are at that halfway mark where maybe you saw some progress, but now it's like, the excitement, the motivation, and all that is kind of coming down. Um, anything that comes to mind for you as far as how you would uh, recommend getting over some of that, this initial discouragement or, you know, 
quick, quick to compare yourself to someone else at this point in the year? Yeah, I think it's one support. Can you surround yourself with those around you that will help fill you up? The other thing, too, is it's early on. So if you're starting a fitness journey and you have a big goal in mind and you've made it specific and, you know, measurable, anything along the lines of anything and everything along the lines of smart, just smart goal setting, just so you know where you're going. It is OK not to share your goal with everybody. We've talked about it in the past. This time of the year is so early on. If somebody says something discouraging, it is absolutely humanly OK that you may get discouraged and you just don't want to get discouraged by somebody saying something negative to you. So I would just be mindful. One, are you, who are you sharing your goals with? Do you have support around you? And if you don't, be mindful to find the ways you can continue to show up for yourself. And it's okay to not share your goals with other people. Because the second you hear something that's like, oh, you're going to do that. Like, you know, it's going to take you this long. It's very easy to hear that. Be like, okay, well, maybe I can start again next week or whatever timeline you put to it and it turns into a long span of time you never get back to it so those are some initial things immediate things that come up to mind how about for you for forget those people that say that type of stuff like they probably don't they they might it might be people you really care about but like they're not looking out for your best interest there could be some other reason that they don't want you to to progress it could be jealousy it could be just envy that they aren't doing something like that. So they want you to stay where you're at. So you, you stay with them type of thing, but it's one of those things like you, you know, it's better for you. So you just got to keep pushing forward. I really like what you said there around the discouragement piece. I think right now is that kind of tricky point where people will find themselves in, you know, the motivation is falling off. You got to keep pushing through these next few weeks because maybe there was, you know, an initial surge of a lot of progress, whether that be weight loss, whether that be progress on a, a side hustle or a business that you're trying to build up. And then maybe this week it took a slight step back. All this stuff is very natural. I think of it in the weight loss perspective, like sometimes when you first start wa or working out, you get that initial like could be a big drop of just like water weight coming off of you because you're working out for the first time in a while, or it could be the exact opposite reaction to where you end up gaining weight. So it's, and that could be because you're retaining more water, because if you're lifting and working out, you're, you have some swelling going on and muscles or whatever it is, like it's a variety of different things. So like you could have either had that quick success early on, and maybe now it's like trickling the scales, trickling back up. And you don't want to let that discourage you because this is like all a very natural part of the process. And like the key to everything is consistency and longevity. So we don't want to look at these small fluctuations and think like, oh, I did so good last week and I'm doing so bad this week. When in reality, you might have done the exact same things. It's just how your body's reacting to new stimulus. And like you need to be able to take that and understand like if I keep doing this over the long term and I keep doing the right things, I'm going to get to where I want to go. Same with the business. If you keep doing the right things, you're doing the right activities and you're double that doubling down on them, you're going to get where you want to go as long as you're open to when this type of adversity or maybe a small setback does hit, you got to be able to be willing to take it as a learning experience. Um, so you're not just staying where you are or in some cases giving up altogether. Cause then that's what we truly want to avoid is the giving up altogether. Yeah, it's a compound compounding effect. So over time, you're going to add more, you're going to gain the interest, you're going to see what you want to see. I do like the weight loss example, because again, it's one of the most common things we see in the new year. 
And Jason brought up a good point. The scale's going to go up and down. I used to be one of the coaches that would say, hey, if you're on your own at home and you have a scale, weigh yourself every week to keep an eye that you're going the right way. The only issue becomes when it comes to resistance training, you're you're looking to gain some lean muscle. It doesn't mean that if you don't have goals to be a bodybuilder, it doesn't mean you're going to turn into a bodybuilder. Lean muscle is going to help keep you pain-free, but it's going to help you burn fat in the long run. So if you see the scale go up during a weight loss journey, you don't know the distribution of weight. You can actually be losing weight and gaining muscle, and then it, even, it either evens out or you can see the scale go up because you're gaining more muscle. So that's really something to keep in mind. And Jason brought up water weight too. It's super important to know, whether it's a woman being time of the month, whether it's uh, developing some inflammation from soreness and saltier foods, those things show up on a scale. So if you have a scale that just tells the weight, you don't necessarily know if there are positive changes going on. So be mindful of the other little things that you can look at so you don't stay or become discouraged. Like your mood, are you feeling pain-free? Is your flexibility improving? Are your clothes fitting differently? Those things are very important to keep an eye on. And if people give you compliments along the way of like, hey, what have you been doing? You look different, you look good, you look great, you look confident. Those things are, are very important to be acknowledgeable of so that way you don't get discouraged. Definitely take all that acknowledgement into as you keep going. I think the other thing, though, is don't tie your worth up in it either. Yep. Acknowledge it, you know, thank them. But if you maybe you lost whatever, five, 10 pounds and someone made a nice comment, maybe you'll lose another five, 10 and maybe they don't someone doesn't say anything that time. Don't let that discourage you either, because that'll be something that can come up and like don't tie your your worth up in the validation of others, because you never know if it's they're if they're going to get it, and it's not like an intentional thing. They just might not notice. I mean, like I think I could lose twenty pounds over the next like couple months, and I don't think Megan would truly notice because she sees me every single day. But someone that doesn't see me every day would notice that shift. So like, it's also something to be aware of. Like, if people aren't giving you those compliments, like don't tie your worth up in that stay true to your goals and stay true to yourself and keep pushing forward is really the the biggest thing. I think, you know, as we're talking about all these different specifics that could be popping up right now, like the main thing that keeps coming to mind for me is like, you just have to be relentless. Like no matter what it is, no matter what your current adversity point is, whether it's something we've talked about so far or something that we're, we're not going to cover at all today, or maybe we didn't think of, like you just have to be relentless in the pursuit of your goals, whatever it is, because at the end of the day, like we can't match every challenge or pain point that you might be facing. Like we might just not be thinking them. If you do have any that you have questions on, feel free to send it to the email in our description. We're happy to answer anything like that and go into anything more in depth. But like as you are going through, you just have to be relentless with your goals. You can't let small things or small inconveniences stop you. You can't let other people stop you. Um, really whatever it is. I mean, I know from my time knowing you, we've both had our fair share of adversity and like, we just keep pushing through to find the next thing that that's going to work for us. Not to go back on old examples, but I, I think back to college and then what was it in spring ball? We ended up both somehow within like the same couple days of each other, uh, tore our hamstrings. And like, then it's, it's a weird point of like, we were building up so much momentum for ourselves and then it's just all brought to a halt. And now we're standing on the sideline at the end of spring ball, like waiting for that to heal. And it's like the goal has to change because now it's not push yourself as hard as you can. So you're ready for 
for next fall, but it's recover as well and as quick as you can. So it's not going to be a continuing problem or like, I mean, anything big that you've learned either in that experience or any other experience that you think is a, a worthwhile story to share here? I think with those, it's finding ways to focus on what you can control. And it's so much easier said than done because in those moments, it's the immediate thoughts is we've worked so hard for this. It's our opportunity to show that these coaches can trust us. And then we get hurt and miss out on snaps that were meaningful for us and to us. And then, you know, in that time, I look back now and it almost helped because I never had a vision of what life after like football would have looked like. And it's those little setbacks like that, that froze time in a sense. And I could see more around me as far as, okay, this is what it's like to do some prehab and rehab. And I don't have to just think about the playbook. Like I have classes and other things to think about. So as far as that topic, that's things that come to mind. I think the other thing is it's like, Career-wise, it's really hard to be relentless where you feel like nothing is unfolding for you. And again, thinking about the educational side of things and how we were athletes, I again, I think about going into that next chapter of a career and just life, work and everything other than being an athlete. And it wasn't knowing that, or it was knowing that, hey, there's just big skill gap. What do I need to do in order to get me into just an opportunity of some some job? Because when I was graduating, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, I had not a single clue. I thought it would have been around sports. I thought about a whole bunch of different things, and it was just a whole discovery stage. But then I, you know, you focus in on what you can control, and you what we like to say a bunch of times, we just stack moments after moments, and those are days stacked on top of each other. So I think it's finding ways to come over those roadblocks and what can keep you moving forward so when it comes to like a skill set i think we should dive into that one a little bit i know just yeah. for like myself for example when it became time to kind of step into career path i was you know balancing different jobs learning what i was interested in ultimately thought about health and wellness and my roadblock was i could program because I was a nerd and would read a bunch and I had friends and family that would follow it. But my roadblock was there was no certification, no liability insurance, nothing where I can actually go to an individual and actually just even have the belief in myself that I can help them. So I focused in on education. I got a certification. I had free time. I took my free time of the time in between work. And then when I eventually left the nine to five to like find a way to build upon that experience. And that was how I took that roadblock and pushed that away. So it was finding time within that to gain some skills. So I think filling up that gap with your skill set is, is super, super important. That That's an example that I, I found over time. I mean, you know, man, if like, if you have big goals, there are going to be so many things that you come across that you're going to just be scratching your head and have no clue how to do. Cause like you're trying to push yourself to that, that next level. Like it's just something that if you want to get to a next level, you have to come across something that you don't know how to do or don't understand or, or whatever. And it's like, I, I think of it in three different ways when you do kind of hit these skill gaps. One, it's like some, you're going to have to be able to self-teach yourself. You're going to have mm -hmm. to go out. I mean, there's a million resources out there to be able to, um, 
teach yourself how to do things, whether it's like YouTube videos, just doing research on Google, like AI tools to be able to prompt and learn things different ways. Or it's like, maybe I need to invest some money into this. Like you went out for your uh, coaching business and you got a bunch of certifications now. I don't even know how many you're at, but like, it's truly remarkable. And it's like, you just keep doing it so you can better serve your clients. But like, that's an upfront investment that you put in from a monetary perspective, a time perspective, and like educational sitting there and learning it. So like, that's the first thing is like, you are going to need to be able to like motivate yourself to go learn these things. Um, the second area I go to is you'll need to find someone else. Maybe it's not a paid source, but like someone to mentor you on things. Cause there's just going to be certain things where if you try to self-teach yourself on certain things, like maybe starting a business, you could only get so far with what you could read on um, whatever Google and whatever page you want to go on. But if you could find someone that's been there, done that, that will kind of guide you through some of those initial steps and get you started. Like that's the second piece of it where you can start making some, some progress when you do have some type of skill gap. So it's always, you know, if you can teach yourself, do it. Cause that's going to be the most efficient team time-wise. Um, if you can't find a mentor, that's going to help you out and get there. And then the other thing is, and I mean this in like a loose term, sometimes you don't need to learn certain skills. Sometimes it's better off. You just delegate it and delegate. I think typically has the, the thought process of like, Oh, someone working under me, I'm going to give them this task to do it because I don't want to. That's not what I mean at all. I mean, if you do have that option, like, great, go do it. But it's like something as simple as like, I started a business. I now have to file taxes for a business. I don't know how to do this. Don't waste your time learning it. Go find yourself a good accountant that knows how to do it. Mm. Give them a little bit of money and they're going to take care of it for you. So like, those are the three things that I look at. It's like, there's certain skills you don't need to know because it's easier just to find someone that already has all that expertise and have them do it for you. Others, you're going to want to teach yourself or find someone that can help guide you along the way. If it's something more complex where you can only do so much textbook learning before you actually need some real world, world experience to back it up. So those are the three things that I, I go to when it comes to like these skill gaps, whether it's job oriented or like side hustles or whatever. That makes me think you feel like you're going the right direction if you don't know what you're doing. Because I, and I say that to say it's easy to think, OK, I know exactly how I'm going to do this, what I'm going to do. Most likely that's a comfort zone thing. And here and there, it's okay to have some comfort, but you want to stretch yourself past that comfort zone. And that's when you almost know you're doing the right thing. There's like a feeling in your gut that, okay, I'm doing the right thing here. I'm going to just figure it out as I go. And then it gives you something to look forward to daily. And then in return, you can keep your eye on it. You'll be able to stay relentless there. But I think those three, I'll call them tools to get through the skill gap is very, very important. I think that's something that I'm going to go back and listen to again, because it's good to have those three to keep you on pace and on track to accomplish this in a sense. Yeah, 100%. Couldn't agree more. Uh, it makes me think of that quote by uh, John Shedd. It's like a ship in the harbor is safe, but that's not what ships were made for. Mm. And the reason I think of that is like, you could sit where you are today and be super comfortable and complacent in your, your role. But if you want to really expand yourself to the next levels of your career or your body or whatever it is, like you got to go cut through the chop. Like you got to be that ship that's out in the ocean taking on the big waves. And that's what's going to give you the, the most success. You know, people don't 
people see the the ships to use that analogy again people see the ships in the harbors now and they go tour them those boats didn't just sit there they're they're meaningful for a reason it's because they were out on the open water for a while so you got to think what you want to be do you want to be one of those ships that uh was out there going through it building yourself up over time building reputation for yourself building your career your life your goals or do you want to sit there and and be complacent Again, it just comes back to like, you got to relentlessly pursue after your goals. You got to be able to go through some not ideal situations to get where you want to go because adversity at the end of the day is an opportunity to get better. I mean, this in the most candid and transparent way. That was the biggest mic drop that I think we've had in the history of this Action United podcast. And I had to make sure that was said for everybody to see, feel and and basket in for a second. There was a big mic drop there. Just, I started to get chills. I almost started like smiling because it was like a proud moment. Just that was that was really that was good. Good stuff. Appreciate you, man. You know, a lot of a lot of failures uh, and jumbled words to get here. So yeah, mercy is an good. opportunity. Keep getting better. Good stuff. But yeah, um, I think. Uh, do you have anything else you wanted to add on today's episode? Now we can yeah, wrap this one up. Made me speechless. That was really yeah. Good mic drop. <laughs> All right, perfect. So as we close out today's episode, remember that every challenge you face is a chance for you to grow stronger and more resilient over time. Um, The adversities we encounter are not just obstacles, but opportunities for you to develop new skills, gain some wisdom and build up that character. Once again, thank you for joining us on Action Ignited. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review. It helps grow the show, share the show with a friend. And lastly, follow us on social media. It's at Action Ignited on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram for more motivational content just like this. Until next time, embrace your challenges, seek the opportunities in all of that adversity that comes your way, and as always, stay ignited.